thank you for having me. Now, first off, tell me something I didn't know. You're in Augusta, which is home for you. Uh, describe, uh, we'll get to the politics in a moment. Describe Augusta today, because it's the first, as you know, the first normal, quote-unquote, Masters in a couple of years, uh, the right spot on the calendar and full attendance and all the rest of it. Uh, Augusta look kind of normal now for this time of year? It is normal. Everyone is, uh, not everyone, there's a few of us that stay behind and enjoy to, enjoy to see the patrons come in from all over the country and all over the world, but uh, houses are rented and people are are here. Obviously, the news with Tiger playing has got everybody excited, and so it's uh, beautiful. You know, leading up to the Masters, we always know that uh, it is, April's right around the corner. You know, we've got pine straw going out, homes being <laughs> repainted, people uh, going through and purging things and buying new things to get ready to roll out the hospitality and the red carpet for folks coming to Augusta. Excellent. I, I will not ask you anything hard. I won't ask you to define women, but I will ask you to tell me about the Georgia Federation of Republican Women. Who are you folks and what do you do? Sure, absolutely. So um, we are a... Georgia Federation Republican Women is about a thousand strong. We are got clubs all over the state uh, looking to actually charter hopefully four new ones here shortly. Um, but we are part of the National Federation of Republican Women. And so when uh, someone joins, obviously a woman joins a, a federated club, then, you know, we've got power in numbers. So we are 65 years old uh, in the state. And uh, with that, we have uh, 65,000 strong nation uh, nationally, and so it's nice to be able to uh, have that like-minded and get to work. I mean, we are we are busy. This is an election year for us. Uh, even when it's not an election year, we're looking for getting folks involved, getting them engaged. You know, we want to be efficient, effective, engaged, and empowered in our communities. And so I think that's extremely important. And to foster those uh, Republican women if they want to to run for an office and it and someone's not doing the job then we want to make sure that we uh, get them ready to to take on that role you know we don't want to run just to run because we're a woman we want to run if the, if the person in the position is not being effective again Pam Lightsey with us uh, head of the Georgia Federation of Republican women it's a phrase I hear every election cycle I'll probably hear it again sooner rather than later uh, heading into this one as we get closer to the midterms uh, this business about a gender gap and all of the things that Republicans meaning Republican men do that are just downright mean and nasty and unsavory to women uh, oppressing women and suppressing women and all those things that you have heard as a woman yourself i mean what what do you think when you hear that kind of talk and if there is a gender gap how you go about closing it you know it is if you want to be involved you know there are ladies that want to be involved there are ladies that want to do things behind the scenes so i think if you look um, behind any campaign you're going to see women involved regardless i don't know that necessarily as far as a uh, gender gap it is it is what you make of it. Uh, I think the liberal left would like for us to think otherwise. Uh, we have several, gosh, I think we probably have at least uh, 50 ladies in, uh, in our clubs that are running for offices, whether they're at the local level as the commissioner or a school board uh, to state, state Senate to, to obviously we've got some candidates that are running uh, statewide offices. So 
it's important for us to be involved in all aspects of campaigning um, and all aspects of community. So I don't know that they want us to, to believe everything that, that they say. Uh, another gap that has nothing to do with gender, I wouldn't think, but there is this divide in the Republican Party, and how significant it is, we'll find out in a few weeks when, when we start voting and counting votes here in Georgia. But there there is that element of the GOP, that segment of the GOP, that, that wants to fight that last fight with Donald Trump, others who say it's time to move on. Uh, is there concern in inner circles, if you will, that that is going to be a problem uh, for in what should otherwise be a big year for the GOP in Georgia and elsewhere? Well, I can only speak for what our ladies clubs are doing. Uh, For instance, we've got clubs that are going through, that have been through uh, the roster of folks that have voted, did the door knocking, verified those votes. And in one of the counties, we have a 1,300, uh, approximately 1,300 votes that cannot be confirmed of addresses that uh, were put down that there is no house or that there were six people that registered to vote when, in fact, there are only two people that are living there. So I think there are some things that um, that were inconsistent with our last election. I think that the Democrats would love for us to stay right there. Uh, we all need to get out to vote for this upcoming election. We're three weeks away from early voting, and I know candidates know that as well. They're busy hitting the pavement, going from place to place. Uh, and we need to be involved in that aspect as far as making sure that people are registered to vote. Uh, we've got middle middle Georgia Republican ladies who had just had a register to vote in the park. Uh, we've got that going on all over the state uh, within GOP clubs, I'm sure, as well as our ladies club. And then we've just got to make sure that, you know, those folks get out to vote. We, we lost the last election because people were upset and stayed home. Uh, we know for a fact that uh, digitally, you know, Trump was ahead. Where we lost it was in those absentee ballots. I think the legislature did a uh, did some work in making sure that we kind of closed that gap a little bit. And then, of course, you know, we lost uh, the Senate seat because people were so upset, didn't think that their vote counted when, in fact, your vote does count. And so if we don't get out to vote, we sit at home, we have nothing to say. We've got to make sure that the state stays red, that we've got conservative values, and that we've got good government. Um, we've got good policies. We are, you know, we, we have a ticket where Trump is endorsed. I think what I say to anyone and everyone is, you know, there is a list of candidates. Call them. Uh, go to the web page. Go to the Facebook page. Um, they're working for you at the end of the day. And so you want to make sure that they align with what your values are. And whoever, after the May 24th, the Republican candidate is, we have to get behind that candidate and make sure that we take home a win in November. Okay, you kind of alluded to the question I was going to ask there. Again, uh, Pam Leitze, head of the Georgia Federation of Republican Women. I, I would imagine I could anticipate an answer I'd get here if I were to ask you, hey, give me Kemp or Purdue, you would give me the answer that says we, we are neutral in these kind of fights, we'll support the nominee. And if that's your answer, that's fine. So let me ask the question this way. Uh, is this good for the party? <laughs> Is this good to have this primary environment that could, well, go to a runoff? Is this, this can't be, you can't see this as good for the party, can you? So, you know, I don't know that it's good for the party per se. I I would hate to think that um, there's any ill will, but, you know, I do have to say this, that we have a choice of 
of several candidates in that race. Um, I hate to see uh, what has happened happen, um, and but you know that's the great thing about our country is we have a choice. Um, I can say from a real estate standpoint, that's where my bread and butter comes from. You know, we were unlike in the pandemic with Governor Kemp keeping us open. Uh, my counterparts in North Carolina, if they were caught working, were fined twenty five hundred dollars. So I think there are some very uh, good aspects and in, in fact of what has happened and what has occurred during the pandemic. Um, I'm very thankful for Governor Kemp for all that he did for that. Uh, David Perdue is, is, feels a little bit different, and, and the beauty of, of our system is if you agree, disagree, you can, you can try to do something about that. So he's out there campaigning as well. So we have a choice to make um, in Georgia, and, uh, you know, I can't say I can't endorse one way or the other um, in this part, in this point, just because uh, that's how we are with the GOP, with the Republican Party and, and the National Federation of Republican Women. Uh, where can we folks, we're up against sure. it here, where can folks find out about the Georgia Federation of Republican Women online someplace, I would assume? Absolutely. So we have a website. It's gfrw.org. And we also have a Facebook presence. Um, so it, you know, Georgia Federation of Republican Women is how it's listed on the Facebook page. Uh, Georgia Federation of Republican Women, gfrw.org.org. Pam Leitzey, the head of the Georgia Federation of Republican Women, and exceedingly busy, she says, uh, in Augusta for a little R&R, and then uh, back out on the trail, I'm sure, over the next few days, and, and probably not a lot of rest between now and May 24th, and between now and November. We thank you for taking a few minutes for us this morning. Thanks for your time today, and best of luck moving forward. Thank you so much.